Channel shows would not be possible without the support of the following sponsors. The big picture people, the experts in smart home cinema. Yamaha, professional commercial audio. Bar Bridges Australia, cooling the beers of a nation. The Stubby Club, the original stubby holder dispenser. Hamperworld, the gift specialist. Buffalo Sports, a brand name in sports since 1972. The Framing Queen, quality affordable framing. Broker Rocher, helping you make an impression. Now that's a really good Carlton crowd if I've ever seen one. Very attractive looking one too, you must say. Uh, nice of you to all be here. Welcome along to the Mulgrave Country Club. Welcome along to That's Good For Footy. These are the only live and interactive footy panel shows going around. They're for the passionate fans. Would that be you guys? Yeah, yeah I thought it might be. Um, we're not going to muck around with it. Who wants to meet them? Yeah, all right, let's, uh, let's, let's do it without too much further ado. Our first panellist, he was born on the 17th of October in 1993. He's played a total of 126 games and he's kicked 15 goals. He made his AFL debut back in 2013. When he plays for the Colton Football Club, he wears the number 15 on his back, close. Could you please welcome to the stage, Sam Doherty. Welcome, Sam. This is Sam's first appearance on That's Good for Footy, so you guys go a little bit easy on him, all right, and just make sure that he feels as comfortable as he should. Uh, nice to see you, mate. How's everything going in your life? Yeah, no, everything's going well at the moment. Um, yeah. We've started the season well. Obviously, the last game wasn't the best, but yeah. um, it's been a great start to the year. I'm feel like I'm in good health and, um, and playing some decent footy, which is always a good start to the year. Decent footy. He's playing bloody good footy. We'll go into uh, all of that as the show goes on. We've got a bit to go through tonight, but uh, I appreciate you making the time to come along and, and be part of the night and see the fans. So I hope you enjoy yourself. Let's get our second panellist out here. He was born on the 17th of December in 1997. He's played a total of 82 games and he's kicked 62 goals. He made his AFL debut back in 2016 when he plays for the Colton Football Club. He wears the number one on his back. Could you please welcome to the stage, Jack Silvani. <laughs> Welcome, Jack. You know, Jack's appeared on these shows a couple of times and I was just uh, acknowledging that out the back and I said, mate, it's so wonderful that you make, it so make yourself available not only to be part of the show but to come along and see the fans. So, how are you, mate? Nice to see you. I'm well, thank you. Nice to see you, <laughs> He's a lovely, polite fellow. I, I love him. He's wonderful. It's great to have you back. Uh, this is a footy panel show. Yes, it is a little bit serious at the start and it gets a little... We put a little bit of levity into it as the night goes on. Uh, but we want to do it in our first little segment and we're going to kick it off. Uh, we're going to talk about... The tips, we're going to get into what was and what will be. Uh, we're going to do it with round five. We're going to kick it off with Thursday night football tomorrow night, which is April the 14th. Um, it's the Lions versus the Pies. The Lions are second on the ladder coming up against the Pies, uh, who are eighth. It's 7.35 at the Gabba. 
The Lions lost to the Cats by 10. Pies lost to West Coast by 13. Elliot's now out with an AC uh, for three months and more signs a six-year deal. I'll ask you one, boys. What would your tip be on this one? Lions versus the Pies at the Gabba. Uh, I'd take the Lions. I reckon they're, they're having a terrific year, obviously. Yep. They've got a good list and um, they've started the year really well, but I, uh, yeah, I can't see the Pies beating them. Okay. Jack? Uh, I think the Lions will win as well. Yep. Uh, but the Pies are playing some really good footy at the moment, so uh, I think it could be a close game. I think Goey might come back, but that's a big loss to them, Jamie Elliott going out, especially he's had a wretched run. I think it was, I think he's played 64 games out of 114, which is not too good for him. Um, but I get, your, uh, I get your tips from that one. Let's jump over to Friday. Uh, this is April the 13th. This is a good Friday game. It's the Kangaroos who are in 17th coming up against the Bulldogs who are in 14th. It's at 4.20 at Marvel. Uh, the Roos went down by 11 to the Swans, but Jack Zebel moved up forward, which was a great move by the coach. He kicked five. Dogs lost to the Tigers by 30. Their inaccuracy has been costing them. I think they've kicked 40 goals, 53 out of the first um, four, four games of football. What would your tip be on this one if you were to give it? Kangaroos versus Bulldogs. Uh, dogs for me, I, they, they desperately need this one in terms of uh, staying in top eight, sort of yeah. top four calculations. So um, I think they'll breeze past the Kangas on the weekend. Yeah. The inaccuracy has been costing them though, hasn't it? You know, 40-53. Yeah, well, they, they kicked not straight against us, which was great. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Um, we're able to get the win. Yeah, yeah that helped us out yeah. a lot. <laughs> uh, no, I've got the dogs as well. Okay, doggies as well. Uh, let's move to this game. It's also on uh, Good Friday. It's West Coast versus Sydney. West Coast in 15th, Sydney in 6th. It's at 5.40 at Optus. West Coast over the Pies by 13 with 10 players missing from their uh, premiership side. Nick Nett's now out for two to three months with a knee and the Swans over the Roos by 11. Buddy out for three to four weeks with a broken finger. Um, just a tip again, boys. Uh, West Coast versus Sydney at Optus. Um, I think that West Coast getting a few players back this week. Is that yeah, right? Uh, yeah, I actually, um, I think they might get this one done. It was a big win for them to get over uh, and uh, go against uh, Collingwood. I know they had a few outs as well, but to be missing as many as they did and to still get across the line, that was a good result. Your tip, Jack? I was actually going to go the Eagles as well. I thought I, was, thought I was going to go a bit different to Sam yeah. on this one, but uh, I think Cripps is back in this week, who's really important cog yeah. for their team. So, um, yeah, I'd, I'd like to see West Coast get up. Yeah. Cool. Uh, let's go to this game. Saturday, April the 16th, at St Kilda versus the Suns. St Kilda sitting in fourth. Suns sitting in ninth. This is at 1.45 at Marvel. The Saints thrash the Hawks by 69. Suns by 30 over the Blues. We won't talk about that too much. Yes, we will. We'll get into that later. Um, Ryder's been suspended for two weeks. Do you have any opinions on... Well, you can't really, but you can say anything if you want. Um, because I thought it, it, it literally, he, did, he just stood there and, and, he, and he just ran into him. Um, but he's now been suspended for two weeks, so I took it to the MRO and uh, got knocked back. So maybe just a tip. Definitely won't be talking on the uh, tribunal, but yeah. um, no, I um, haven't come up against the Suns. They're, they're a tough midfield, and um, I reckon they might get on top of the Saints this one. Oh, right, okay. That marvel, wow. Okay. Jack? Did you say Suns? Yeah. Yeah, I, I think uh, I'm going to go to Saints. Okay. Good. Just to change it up. Just to be different? <laughs> yeah. Um, no, nah, I think they're playing really well. Maxi King's yeah. been dominating and um, the rider loss will hurt him. It, it pays him to be yeah. a bit bigger than Will Day. Yeah. A lot bigger, so that's unlucky for you, Paddy. But um, We well, nah, just come up to his shoulder, didn't it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah it looked like it. So, yeah. I, I, uh, no, I think the Saints will win. Uh, just speaking on that, uh, you alluded to the fact that Max King has been um, looking good up forward. It's great to see the forwards coming back in. I mean, the dominant forwards coming back in. We talk about Harry Mackay, we talk about Max King. Um, 
it's across the board, though, that forwards are getting more action, which is great to watch. Uh, let's move over to this game. It's the Crows versus the Tigers. The Crows are 12th on the ladder. Tigers are 10th. It's at 4.05 at Adelaide Oval. The Crows lost by four to the Bombers and the Tigers by 38 over the Doggies. Maybe just a tip here, boys, if you're interested. Crows versus Tigers. Do you want to go first this time? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> tigers. Tigers. Okay. They've yeah. found some form. I'm also going the Tigers. I can't see the Crows getting them. Yeah, all right, nice. Uh, let's go to this one. It's the Ds in first position versus the Giants in 13th. 7.25 at the MCG. Uh, the Ds, 32-point winners over a very poor performance from Port, and GWS went down to Frio by 34. Melbourne's the only team to be 4-4. Four and four. Brown suspended for two weeks uh, from an incident in the VFL. So what do you think here? Ds. Ds? Yeah. Simple as that, no more? Yeah, well, Brown wasn't playing. He was in the twos, mm. so I don't think he'll be a great loss to them. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Not going to make a hell of a lot of difference. <laughs> yeah. No, I think Dez will win. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> Very nice. Yeah. That's, that's what I have to deal with every day at the club. <laughs> um, yeah, no, Dees for me as well. Yeah, very good insight, Jack. I like Thank it. You. Thanks. Uh, let's go to this game. We'll, we'll jump that one. I want to go over to this one. This is on Monday, uh, Easter Monday, April the 18th. It's the Hawks who are in 11th position versus the Cats that are in 5th. It's 3.20pm at the MCG. The Hawks, 69-point winners... Uh, oh, 69-point 60, losers, sorry, to St Kilda. The Cats, 10-point winners over Brisbane. Controversial push in the uh, the back row. It was one of the other forwards I wanted to allude to with, um, uh, obviously, Jeremy Cameron and with Tom Hawkins. Uh, no free kick paid. I'm not going to ask you boys to give an opinion on that one either. Um, but uh, there needs to be a bit more consistency around that, I would be suggesting. Uh, maybe a tip from you. Well, that was definitely a push in the back. So. Good. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> Most definitely. But, yeah. um, no, I think the Cats uh, might be too strong for the Hawks. The Hawks yeah. playing some really good footy at the moment, yeah. Yeah. Obviously came up against us a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, I've got cats as well, but I expect a response from yeah. the Hawks after yeah. their show last week. Okay, let's jump back to this game then because we're going to talk about that in the next segment. Uh, it is Sunday, April the 17th. Lovely day, that. I love that date. Wonderful date. Look it up. Um, it's uh, Colton versus 7th versus... Yes, uh, versus 18, uh, Port, who are in 18th. This is at 1.40 MCG. Nice little game on a Sunday afternoon to get out. The weather's going to be nice. I think around about 28 degrees, just to let you know about that. Spoke with Jane Bunn on the way here. Uh, Blues down by 30 to the Suns. Port, as I said, lost to Melbourne by 32. They were kept goalless for the first half. Questions about Hinkley were obviously going to be raised, as they always do. Um, Wines to miss for another week, which was probably a little bit of a strange one with him with the heart palpitations. But um, I'm not going to ask you for a tip. I'm just going to say that it's Colton versus Port at the MCG. We can give a tip if you want. Would you like to give a tip? Jack, why don't you go first and give us a tip? I want to change it up here. <laughs> <laughs> nah, blues. Yeah, yeah, good. And I know. All right. Uh, I will just talk about one game that I did want to get to, which is also on Sunday. Um, it's the Bombers who are in 16th position versus Frio who are in third. This game is at 4.40 at Marvel. Bombers uh, are on the winners list uh, by four over the Crows. Frio by 34 over GWS. A tip for the young lady out there. Um, I don't think the Bombers are going to win, so... Okay. <laughs> You've made a Colton table very happy. And that's how you win the crowd over at these shows, Jack, you already know that. Uh, I've got Freo as well. Ah, OK. All right, well, there you go. Um, that, that's our tips, that's our insight, that was what was, that was, is what will be. Let's get into our next segment nice and quickly, because off the back of that, it's called Tell Me More. <laughs> 
Yeah, that's right. Everything happens here, Sam. It's weird. Uh, each week we ask the panellists to give their thoughts and opinions on things happening both in and around football. We're not trying to make or break the, uh, the news. We just want to get their insights, so let's do it. Boys, here comes the questions. New coach, new game plan, new mantra. First of all, give us some notice noticeable difference in where the Blues are at this year. Um, well, I think you'll find that our contested... Well, I can't speak about last weekend, but... Um, our contested our contested footy's been um, a feature which has um, been a lot of where our focus has lied over the pre-season around shoring up our contests, allowing us, ourselves to put pressure on, um, which has probably been the main difference between this year and last year, our ability to, to have a really sturdy focus on the start of the game and the start of the contest. So um, that would be the biggest focus for okay, me. Okay, good. Jack, do you have anything to add on that? Um, I mean, we obviously struggled to defend at times throughout yeah. last year and... Um, I think it's been obviously a challenge again this year, but the positive is we've sort of been able to stick to our guns and, and come out on top in the majority of games. So I think that's positive to take out of it. Obviously, yeah. last week was um, was disappointing, but um, we've got sort of some contingencies in place where we cope with sort of runs of goals and, and momentum swings a bit better this year. Brilliant. I love it. Great answer. Um, now, going into this game, the Blues, three times this year, you had kicked seven or more goals in a quarter, which was outstanding. That's really impressive. Now, all we, um, now we all know that the good starts are important, but is this something Vossi has really been focused on? I know you just alluded to it then, Sam, by saying that, you know, get off to a good start. But is it, a, is it something that Vossi's instilling in, in, the, in the team? I think just more generally, start of games, it's when it's most hot and when there's most contested part of the game, and that's what we're trying to pride ourselves on. And um, our midfield has been absolutely outstanding through the first half of the sort of the first bit of the season with Cripper, Matty Kennedy, we've had Chez come over, um, Georgia Hewitt's had a massive start to the year. So, um, in terms of when the game's at its hottest, that's when we like to pride on our, our footy. And um, I think we're seeing that early in the games, we're able to get on top early. We've got a really dangerous forward line, which Jack's a part of, and when we get the ball into them one-on-one, we're, we're scoring quickly. So Brilliant. goals to centre bounce, goals is sort of um, a bit of a trend when we can get that going. Oh, you've got to like all that, don't you? That's seriously beautiful. Thank you. Um, I wanted to just talk about uh, Vossi for a sec. What's his coaching style? How does he differ to what you've had previously presented to you? Well, he's an unbelievable motivator. Yeah. Um, he, he speaks to us the day before a game on captain's run, yeah, just about ready to run through a wall. So um, he, he's, yeah, the way he speaks, the way he presents, he's very professional and um, he's quite calculated in what he says. So um, I've been very impressed with the way he goes about it and I'm, I'm really looking forward to seeing sort of how he goes for the rest of the year and, and, and years beyond. Oh, that's great. Uh, he's a tough nut and he never took a backward step as a player. Words that spring to mind are like courageous, tenacious and a fearless leader. The type of person where natural ability blended with confidence and technique. I'm pretty sure you'd probably get on board with that. Yeah, yeah, well, it's, uh, he's one player, he's one, sorry, player, he's a coach now, but mm. he's a player that you would definitely want to follow when you're, when you're walking out there and um, he has elements of that in his coaching as well. Yeah. As Jack said, he's a great motivator, but he's... He's, good. he's actually a really caring guy, which yep. you probably wouldn't think that in terms of the way that he played his footy. He's a hard and he's tough. Um, he's actually quite caring and um, his ability to, to speak to different players and um, be able to connect on that level is something that he's really sort of improved and that's what he's said over the last few years and been the big difference between his two coaching gigs. Brilliant. Thank you very much. Highlights. Okay, so onto this game. You got your first goal 20 seconds in, Charlie kicking one round the corner and bang, you were away. The start was looking good. Kelton's forwards were presenting well and giving good leading targets. 
Uh, I like the look of the forward line with Mackay and Kerno and Jack, you offer that third forward option as you just alluded to, Sam. Along with your smalls, excitement machines like Durden, Martin, Owies and Fisher crumbing the packs. If you get everyone on the pack, there's plenty to be excited about. Speaking of getting players back, you have some short-term and long-term injuries, some coming out of AFL and, and uh, health and safety protocols, Jack Carroll and Corey Durden I allude to. Then hopefully Pitney, uh, McDonald and Kerno, um, I talk of Ed, will be returning soon. Nothing like injuries to test your depth. Give us a little bit of um, feedback on what I've just said. Uh, a bit take in there, Damo. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Sorry, no, mate. No, that's right. I was right. going to break it down. But... Yeah. Um, no, nah, well, the, the boys who were out with or in the health and safety protocols, they're all back at the club and, and uh, are all good to play this week, as far as I'm aware. Great. Uh, I think Pitt will be a test uh, this week, but from what he said to me, he's, he's pretty ready to go. Um, yeah. I, I think he was pretty close last week, but... Um, yeah, I don't think he likes, likes missing games of footy, so yeah. I imagine he'd be going pretty hard to get up. Uh, Oscar was also close last week. Okay. I imagine he'll be good to go. And then Ed, I think, is maybe two or three uh, weeks away with, yeah. with his knee. So, uh, okay. But he's, he's uh, back in ball skills. I think he's just building fitness now. and um, I, I don't think he's too far away. That's brilliant. Um, I wanted to allude to the fact that uh, going back to one of the points I made in there was your forward line structure. Having, and, and you would know Sam as a midfielder and, and leading and watching um, either um, Charlie come out on a lead or Harry going one way and then you've got Jack and then you know you've got all your small forwards. It must be a new look, a new feel for you at Kelton, seeing all of that happening. Yeah, well, we, we really haven't seen much of Harry and Charlie together. Mm. Um, when Charlie's been injured, Harry's been going, and then when Charlie was up and going, Harry was injured. Mm. So um, this has probably been the first real block we're getting to see them together, and um, it, it's rather impressive. It, it allows Jack just to run around and do his own thing at times, which is great. But um, no, it, it's it's a real weapon for us um, to have them both up and going. They're both probably top five forwards, key forwards in the game when they're when they're going. So. Um, to have that in one forward line, they're still learning how to work together and, yeah. and where to go, how to lead with each other. So that'll be just chemistry over time. But um, we're starting to see some good signs. Obviously, Charlie had a really good game against the Dogs. Um, Harry's been good throughout the year and obviously winning the Coleman last year. So, um, no, it's exciting times. It, it gives you a lot of focal points to be able to kick at. And um, as I said, Jack gets to lead up and gets to bridge bridge the sort of offence um, a bit more, which is which is good for us. Brilliant. I wanted to go on to say something I feel is a real standout for the Blues at the moment is your structure and the implementation of how you take that game plan. There's a few of you that have been playing together now for a while and you're getting some real cohesion happening, which you just alluded to then. Um, and again, if you have the opportunity for everyone being available for selection, the Blues could go deep into September. That'd be a nice little uh, way to sign off on that, wouldn't it? Yes, very much so, Damien. Thank you. Um, now, Jack, I've asked you previously, uh, what position or role do you like or, uh, or want to play? It seems now you're finding your groove down forward. Prior to this week, you were averaging two goals a game. Um, you also get thrown into the ruck, hence the reason for the uh, shin guard that you're wearing on the weekend. Uh, but that mark you took leading into the square the other week against your two opponents and went back and banged it through. That was just brilliant to watch, mate. You must be feeling really good about your football. Uh, thank you. Um, no, it is, it is um, nice. I do enjoy the ruck. Uh, the reason for the shin pad, the first time I went into the ruck was against Riley O'Brien last year. Um, and I didn't have a shin pad on and I will not ever be doing that again. <laughs> um, 
But, yeah, I, I mean, having uh, Charlie and Harry there, um, it sort of takes the pressure off me a bit. I, I, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm six foot four, but I probably don't play that tall. Um, I'd prefer to come up at the ball and lead up rather than sort of get weighed down by big hulking key defenders. And, yeah. um, with or having Charlie out, I've probably been asked to play that role a little bit more over, or particularly last year, than than um, what I have sort of previously, or, or um, you know, sort of what I'm used to. So. Having both those boys there allows me to get up the ground, as Doc said, and sort of use my run and um, play that linking role. So uh, I think I am sort of starting to find some form doing that. Having said that, I do enjoy the ruck. I've been playing on the wing a little bit as well, which yeah. is a bit bit of a change. So, um, yeah, as long as I'm getting a game, I'll play wherever Good. I'm not fussed. Yeah, like it. Uh, Gold Coast challenged you early. They started winning the centre clearances. They really got on top after Kripper came, uh, didn't come back in the second. Um, hopefully it was a, a low grade. I, obviously when I wrote this, um, he's now looks like he'll just have a week off and could come back in two weeks. Um, yeah, that... I, I think I think he'll test this week, but he's he's more unlikely than he is, yeah. than he is likely. Yeah. It's obviously a big loss for us if he is out, but... Um, We've got some guys. Paddy Dow's been playing outstanding yeah. for him too. So, absolutely, um, we've had the mantra of this the whole year with the health and safety protocols, coaches, everything. Mm. It's just next man up. Um, and the lucky thing for us is our, our VFL is undefeated and um, and winning by five, six goals a week. So we've got a lot of guys down there to play in some really good footy that can come up and and play a role and play well for us. Yeah, how bloody good is that? Harry ended up uh, second best in a marking contest after collision, which saw him come out with a bit of a banged up nose. How was he looking on the... I was going to say, well, I did ride here. How was he looking on the track this week? But then he probably, after his little staging effort, um, he was probably walking around a little bit like that at the club this week. Um, and he got a fine out of that one as well, so I hear. But um, did he... Uh, was he schnoz, like, splattered across his face from that... That he actually team? looks better. Yeah, right. <laughs> okay. So it was an improvement. Yeah. yeah, okay. All right, well, there you go. Uh, I want to talk now about mentions. Um, Sam, you said it at the start when I said, how are you feeling? You said, I'm playing some consistent and good football. You're playing some really good football and it's highly noticeable. Um, I've said here, you were playing some great football, mate. 18 disposals in the first half, finishing up the game with 29 for the game, and they were really quality interceptions. You're really playing for the team role in defence, mate. Well done. Uh, I will tell you one of my favourite football moments from 2022 thus far. Uh, it was the seven-minute, 45-second mark of the second uh, quarter, round one against Richmond. In front of just over 72,000 people, you drove one home from 40 out. Your teammates came from everywhere. I know you said after the match you didn't think you'd be here. If you don't mind reliving the moment for us right now, what was that moment like for you and how do you now reflect upon it? Um, yeah, well, there wasn't too many dry eyes um, around anywhere by the sounds of it with the amount of support and messages that I received after it. But um, Now, funnily enough, on the day, I, I, I wasn't really thinking much when I was having the shot, um, which is probably a good thing, which means I'm sort of focusing on my routine. Um, but I did really want to kick the goal, uh, obviously. Um, but the, just the reaction of my teammates, I, it's something that will stick with me for a long time. Um, these boys have rode the waves with me over the last sort of sort of 12 months and, and before that, to be honest. But um, to be able to share that with them, um, it was a pivotal moment of the game as well, yeah. which um, which makes it twice as um, important for me. But, um, yeah, to to just be able to hit, hit the goal, the, the crowd, um, 
everyone stood up and clapped and it, oh. it felt like it went for a very long time. But, yeah. Um, yeah, it's just one of those special moments in footy that um, we all got to be a part of. Yeah. Uh, I, yeah. I don't tell anyone who I barrack for because I'm, bi- I'm completely unbiased about my football um, because I like to get the players on here and, and absolutely talk. But that moment, I could have swung straight over to the Blues because it was just electric. It was, it was just wonderful. I got goosebumps, uh, uh, you know, a little bit of, I don't know, maybe dust in my eyes. Um, it was fantastic. It was great for football. It was great for you. And I'm sure as all you Kelton fans had want to attest, it was just wonderful for, for Sam. Um, please. I loved it. Congratulations. Um, I just want to finish off here by just saying uh, Adam Sardi gives you great runoff half back. Last, last week he was just bloody awesome, um, uh, which is obviously that's what he brings to the table, but he was zigzagging in and out and the, his speed is just electric when he takes off. Uh, we'll move into the games that are coming up for you. I'm just going to talk about two because we only like to do one week at a time in football, I'm pretty sure. Um, round five action sees you boys coming up against Port Adelaide at the G on Saturday at 1.40. They'll be hurting after their 32-point loss to the Ds uh, last Thursday. This game won't be without its challenges. Anything you want to add to it that tells the fans here why you think you boys are going to get across the line? I'll go. Uh, <laughs> no, nah, well... Vossi's coaching against his old side, so um, I'm sure he'll be probably as up for it as he's been, uh, you know, the, the first four games of the year. So um, obviously they've come off a, a pretty disappointing first month of footy, so yeah. I expect they'll be coming out um, really hard and, and blokes will be trying to stand up in the place of uh, Ollie Wines, who, who will be missing. So, yeah, um, yeah we're, we're really... Um, looking forward to another great contest. I, I expect, um, yeah, I expect it will be pretty hotly, hotly contested early on, and um, we've just got to stick at it for longer. Brilliant, like it. Then straight on to round six, you head over to Perth to take on the Dockers at Optus at 7.40pm on Saturday, April the 23rd. Of course you want to win and go in with expectations of doing exactly that, so all I'm going to say is good luck with your next two weeks of footy. Be the best you can be and enjoy your football. That's it, folks. Please put your hands together for these two champions. <laughs> Get about-